we answer more of life's tough questions. Like, is it right to segregate playgrounds? <laughs> and how bad do you want your kids to have good school supplies? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Okay, hello and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. We are back after a long break. Phil was attending Kyle Rittenhouse verdict protests. Uh, I was busy. Uh, I was busy hiding the January sixth shaman, and uh, but we are back. Uh, Phil is back at work, and uh, we wish you a happy holiday season. Uh, and uh, this is the special uh, infirmary edition of the Fake Outrage Report. I am Sandeep Sen. Uh, with me as always, Phil Causey. I have st- I Sandeep Sen have tested positive for COVID. So we are doing this on Zoom. Yes, we're doing it mobile. Um, I am. I tested negative yesterday. However, I did have a drink at night with Sandy like three days ago. So I went to the lab to get a different test. So I find out tomorrow if I have it. I don't think I do. I think it's regular cold. But I am triple vax. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see tomorrow. But I, I'm pretty sure I'm in the clear. Uh, yeah, yeah usually, Phil tests negative for something, he doesn't believe it. He he feels he's probably positive. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, I am. I'm a Joe Camerata here. I am uh, completely unvaxxed and uh, I am not going to go get tested. So we're good. There we go. Awesome. <laughs> it's starting out like that. <coughs> Third voice. Here that was today. Phil who coughed, by the way. Not <laughs> that me. was me Sorry. who coughed. Um, I am in rough fucking shape. We're both in rough shape this week, Sandy. You can definitely hear it in my voice. I know everyone can. Um, that third voice yeah, here somehow today. Phil is the sickest of all of us. Uh, the the, the uh, he's negative. He's tested negative, and uh, he's, but he's somehow the sickest of all of us. I I'm feeling okay, but I'm I enjoy my quarantine. Oh, me and Phil, Joe, we, me and Phil often have a contest of who's whiter, and um, I'm afraid I may have pulled into the lead because I spent oh, today go. making um, a spiced maple walnut ice cream. Oh, and so oh, I just God. finished making oh, that. Wow, oh, homemade ice cream is white. And Maple is Canadian. So that is double yeah. white points. Um, no, I, I don't know if you pulled into the lead, but you're definitely a contender. That's definitely how it goes here. Uh, also, if, by the way, I am sick. Sandy Pastor is sick. If you hear coughs or sniffles in this episode, uh, too bad. The, uh, we're doing our best for you. We are. Don't worry. You're not going to catch Omicron over the uh, headphones or speakers. However, you're listening to this. Let's uh, take a minute to be well, our guest. I mean, have they done introduced. studies on that? Have, have they done studies saying that you can't catch Omicron over speakers? <laughs> I don't Did they believe... randomize 10,000 people, 5,000 listening to Omicron people and five. Cause if they didn't, you can't really say that that didn't happen. Uh, it's true. I, I, there have not been clinical trials on this yet. Well, but we'll you, you, know, you know what's funny? Cause like the vaccines like aren't working for the Omicron. So now they're like, now we're referring to it as Omicron. It's like almost like it's starting over in a weird way. You know it what I mean? Like, like it, man. It does. Now, Joe, where are you again geographically? You're are you in New York City or are you over in um... New York City, Lower East Side? Yeah. Oh, you're in LES now. Now, yeah. does, yeah. I feel like, and by the way, just for reference, we're recording this on uh, December nineteenth, twenty twenty one. Feels like everything's starting to shut down again in the city. It's kind of scary. Yeah. No, dude, I'm gonna go do a comedy show in front of a COVID line tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> one of those, uh, one of those city MDs. Those do, lines uh, are crazy <laughs> long. I'm gonna That's set up a speaker. Oh my God, COVID, COVID makes a great bringer. It was, yeah, it's a dude, bringer, COVID me and Nick Crespo, man. I'm like, I'm not going to waste a crowd. Uh, I already yeah. pitched it to him today, earlier today. We're going to go down there. and yep. um, That is terrific. That is a great idea. Yeah, I'll tell you my opening joke. I'll tell you my opening joke. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go, uh, hey, uh, 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 this uh, this Omicron has turned New York City 
off. It shut everything down. It's turned New York City off. Omicron, more like Omicroft. Ah, okay. That's gonna, it's going to just hand to the crowd of just disgruntled people waiting to see if they're uh, about to die. Someone's going to walk up and cough right in your fucking face just for retribution Probably, for doing that. But, but all the more uh, ability to go viral once, once someone coughs. <laughs> you get it? Going head. viral? Literally? Yeah. Okay. Going viral, literally, literally. Let's talk about Joe Camerata for a minute. Joe, uh, you can follow him online. Um, he's a show called The Readers Are Leaders Show. And he also has a very important and highbrow tiktok series out right now called chick farts with joe camera oh dude yeah i gotta i've been i've been i haven't had man it's so tough to like to like because the key is to do stuff every day and it's so tough to do stuff every day and i gotta get back on the chick farts i've taken like two days off and uh i usually date them yeah. and i and i i go on to tiktok and there'll be a lady shaking her ass and yeah. i stitch it and I go, hey, you've been selected for chick farts. And, and I congratulate them. And then I put the date and I add a fart to their butt. So they're shaking their ass, <laughs> add a fart, stitch it. And, uh, and yeah, and, uh, and uh, it's, a great, it's a great series. And <laughs> it, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. No one likes it. That's the important thing. No one likes it. Not but, even you. I don't even like it. But, it, oh, no, I do. Here's the thing. It sets the... Uh, 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 it, it, when people go onto my page, I need them to know that I'm a comedian when they go on to anything that I do. Cause other, cause people are crazy nowadays. And so they, they don't, they don't know uh, comedy. They don't know somebody's trying to be funny. They don't know somebody's trying to be ridiculous. So when you go on my page, if like every third video is me adding a fart to a chick's butt, you can't really take the other videos seriously. It just kind of sucks the air out of any fake outrage. As yeah. we mm-hmm. Do you ever get any uh, people on there who think that your page is like a fetish page? And they're like, yeah, keep putting these chick fart videos. This is hot. Yeah. Like, you know what it was, man? There? there was on TikTok, there was this one dude, uh, Chocolate Baby... 2001 so i'm guessing it's some black dude who was born in 2001 which would make him 20 years old which is crazy um, to think. uh yeah yeah 20 year old uh black dude and anyway he's like the biggest fans of these chick farts and he goes and, and i i did him for a while on tiktok and then he and then i stopped and he would message he would literally go and unlike and then re-like every single chick fart daily for, for, for so long. And then he would stop and come back, but he would keep on pestering me to keep on doing these chick farts. And so I thought to myself, you know what, like I'll, I, but I didn't, I was only doing it on TikTok. And then, so I guess now started posting them to all of my stuff. And like I said, no one likes them, but I feel it's like a good, uh, 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 presentation of just, of just, uh, like a, a palate cleanser almost of like, this is what I'm all about. So when people get there, they know right away, Oh, I'm not taking this page seriously. Um, which I, uh, I think is key. If you're trying to be a, a, a satirist, satirist, I think that's the word. Satirist. Uh, satirist. Satirist. If you're trying to be a satirist, I think, um, in the way that, 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 uh, um, people who, uh, want to seem virtuous virtue signal, I'm, I'm, uh, satire signaling. That's kind of what I'm doing. Basically. All right. I got you. Well, you know where people um, aren't satirists is uh, schools. We have two school-based outrage shows on the show. It's yeah. always a, a well, Sandeep. It's always uh, an, like an infinite supply of weird local outrage stories, and they're all school-based. We have two today. Uh, do you want to do yours on the West Coast, or do you want to do mine in the Midwest today? What do you, what do you oh, want we'll to do? We'll start with mine. Yeah, schools okay. are good. They're, you know, because 
people get overly con- overly outraged with anything that has to do with children. Mm-hmm. So schools, you know, and any fake outrage podcast, I think schools are front and center. Absolutely. Uh, this this outrage comes from the Centennial Elementary School in Denver, which caused outrage for organizing a playground event for quote families of color unquote. Um, you know, how schools have those like non digital signs like on a white soundboard. This is, I think, this is common. Everyone and they like. You know, they they make the sign out of like letters that they put on there. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you slip them in the side and it's right. like the little the translucent. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, no, it's like solid black on solid white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, classic school signboard <laughs> thing. So the signboard. Churches use them too. Those kind of signs. I know what you mean. Right. Um, so the signboard said families of color playground night, <laughs> making it kind of seem like it was a segregated playground night for, for people of color. Um, well, was it? It's a, well, no, but I mean, white people were welcome, but they certainly, you know, I, I don't know what, what white people are going to go to a families of color playground night when it was just kind of like, it's kind of advertised for them. I I, I wouldn't want to go. I, I wouldn't want to go. I, I'm a person of color. I wouldn't want to go to the person of color playground night at all either. I mean, but, you're Indian. That's not really like, that's not what they mean when they say person of color. I think they see. I think they mean us, but we should. I, I agree that we shouldn't be lumped in, but I think we are. Like you can't say that we're not. So, right, Joe? Oh, I think I think I, I, think I, I, I am personally. Here's my whole thing. I actually think people. I, I get weirded out when people say that people from India or the Middle East aren't white. I think they're white. Um, I really, I do, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why yeah. is because is because that's where people from from India, Pakistan. Um, um, Sri Lanka and Europe, they all come like when you go and back in history, they all come from like Iran, Syria, like that's where people migrated from. And so in my mind, I'm like this whole it's, it's, it's obviously all bullshit because we're all just souls living inside a body. Right. But if you wanted to kind of uh, be, quote unquote, I guess, technical historically about how um, uh, people migrated and everything, then then uh, all people from Europe and India and Pakistan and every place like that, they all just came from Iran, Syria, um, Iraq, I, the, 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 the cradle of civilization. That's it's, it's theoretically the, the word I believe. And once again, I, I never, I, it's, it's all bullshit, but once again, I believe the word they use is Caucasian. That's like this whole idea is this thing of Caucasian uh-huh. people who originated in Iran, Syria, um, Iraq, that part of the world, uh, uh, Israel, what is now modern day Israel, and all those people um, that they that they label as Caucasian um, originated from that part of the world, and then those people migrated and they migrated up north into Europe, and they. Um, it's why I, 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 my family's Italian and I have dark skin. You know what I mean? It's just like it's literally right next to the Middle for, East. For reference, Joe Camera is a, uh, a shaved head white guy with blue eyes. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I'm like Russian, Italian, uh, 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 Jewish, but but I definitely think my darker skin, my tanner colored skin, <laughs> my olive colored skin, probably the Italian. Um, but I, maybe even the Jewish, right? Like that's like the whole, you know. So, so in my mind, uh, Indian people white. Um, anybody who can trace their ancestry back to, like, like I said, this like whole Staten Syrian Island, Iran, um, uh, 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 Iraq. 
I mean, I mean, if you want to get like crazy technical about it, like the actual word Iran is the Persian word for Aryan. That's like that's like how like like I, they like like Iranian people are literally quote the white people. Right. What we call white people. Iranian so, people Joe, how, how is this? I kept trying to give this argument when I went to the rally in, in Virginia, <laughs> but they weren't they weren't buying it. Now, Joe, yeah, how, I, how is this? I, uh, wish, right? I wish we were televised because I love when Joe. He's like, I'm sort of. Dark it's all bullshit, but this is this Joe. is like literally how people migrated throughout the world. Yeah, they, Joe, they migrated from the Middle um, East. To how does this relate in context to the uh, colored, um, or the colored the people of color uh, playground night? Well, well, what it was is that Sandeep was saying that he's uh, 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 not white, and in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you are. And uh, that that was the whole uh, thing because I guess Sandy, right, right. That's I think how that's how that's started. I, I sort of agree. That's I feel like when they talk news. about, yeah, I feel like when they talk about issues facing people of color, it is not Indians. And I kind of agree with. I think in, for the context of when we talk about race, I think Indians should be counted as white. Uh, I I I have jokes about this, but uh, I I see where you're coming. I I feel you, Joe. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and here's the thing. Now, now, of course, there's going to be racist uh, people who don't think that Indian people are white. So there are um, um, uh, practical, there is practical racism out there that Indian people have to be mindful. Yeah, but then of. we have to give them the um, lecture that, dude, we're fucked. Did you know about Iran means Aryan? This, yeah, this exactly. Is- you have to give, give them the lecture of like migration through all that. But you're right. Most, if they, Fox News trains people uh, to, to, uh, uh, they, they, they train people to think there are more differences than they are. It was really after like 9-11 that they're like, oh, people from the Middle East are now brown. And I'm like, they weren't brown before 9-11. But then 9-11 happened and Fox News is like, they're brown now. I also, too, I feel like if you're going to specifically like imagine a guy who, you know, he hates all the minorities, but specifically Indians is the one he hates the most. <laughs> like imagine that guy being like, I hate these Indians coming into my country and <laughs> being doctors and running all the local restaurants you know like it, it, i feel like it's, it's a hard group to hate is what i'm saying uh yeah we have beloved cartoon characters i mean how do you how do you hate on us exactly well i think also uh uh generally speaking um uh uh brilliant people of course when you look at places like like uh um india but also when you look at places like pakistan i mean this was pakistan is a place that they kept nuclear secrets from and they still discovered it like that's that's amazing when you just literally figure out how nukes work um, without any with very little help, very little help. So as far as the outrage goes with the uh, uh, sorry to cut you off, Joe, with the, the playground thing, I've only got so many bullets in the gun tonight as far as my fucking throat, my voice goes. So I got to really try to keep this dice and tight. Um, so who was mad, Sandeep, about this? Were people actually upset at the uh, people of color playground night? Like where was it like a, like like some angry Karen from the PTA meetings? Like, listen, I think we should all like all playground nights matter. Like, what was the what was the outrage here? Well, one Twitter user said we're going to be segregated again, and somehow they'll spin it that it's the white conservative male's fault because they, they're playing on the segregation. Of, and then another Twitter user said, if civil rights activists of the 1950s popped out of a time machine today and saw all this stuff, they would infer that their movement had failed. Um, and th- there was a lot of Twitter. Along that style. And then in a statement to Fox News, the Centennial Elementary School said that the event was formed due to parents request and open to all families. They said our school leaders met with some of the black families whose children attend our school to determine ways for these families to feel more included in our school community. Some of these families shared that with us. And since the only time many of them see 
is one each other at drop off and pickup times. We host some events where families can meet one another and connect with one another and share their experiences about school with one another. We are honoring their request. All families are attended are welcome to attend all our event, and families from a variety of backgrounds have done so. So that's well. I think I think if if if, if, if here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, if uh, if people who identify as people of color, um, like um, you do, um, apparently. Uh, yes, um, uh, myself, I identify as a person of color and, um, but, but as, as a, like, here's the thing you, 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 no one should be segregated ever, but you do have a right to separation. So what I mean is it depends on who organized it. Like if it was like a white person organizing it, being like, I'm giving you guys your own space, that's bad. But if it's like a black person being like, I want my own space, then different story in my mind. Yeah, and you know, I, that made me think of one thing is I feel like this event was actually covert kind of racist because here's the thing is, you know how there's always like the fake woke Karens who are like, you know, I don't see color and we're all equal. But then like the second her kid wants to go to the playground to play with the black kids or the Spanish kids, she's like, no, I don't want you hanging out with them. They're a bad influence. Da, 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 da. This was an event created specifically for that woman to tell her kid that they're all going to be there that night. You're specifically not allowed to go that night, you know, to, to keep okay. it separate. You know, that, that I don't know if, if anybody picked up on that other than me, but that's kind of how I felt about this. So so there were parents saying to their kids, you can't go. No, no, no. This, this is a fictional character that I'm thinking of in my brain. But you, okay. you and I both know like 30 white women who act like this. Oh, that, 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 oh, that, that are saying to their uh, son or daughter, you're not allowed to go. And it's respectful that, be, that you're not going. And so it's like, good yeah, that you're not. But secretly, going. they're just trying to and keep their kids away from the fuck the uh, kids of color because they're a bunch of racist yeah, yeah, assholes. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know what? That that you, you are right. I mean, that, <laughs> that might is, be um, that is, It can be weaponized that way. Um, but once again, though, but once again, once again, I don't know who organized it. And so it's like um, mm. I recently I recently read um, the autobiography of Malcolm X. And he talks about how like Malcolm X uh, didn't want segregation, but he did want separation. And he kind of really harped. What's on the difference? That. That um, the difference is, is uh, um, uh, a great example would be uh, Hasidic Jewish people. Hasidic Jewish people live separate than a lot of the world. Um, they're not segregated by any means, but they're just separated. They separate themselves. Dude, they are. They I was driving themselves. through South Williamsburg. Uh, a lot of driving. The lady that I'm currently dating, she was driving. And we were driving through South Williamsburg the other day. And it's like another country. Have you ever been to oh, South yeah, Williamsburg, yeah, but, Brooklyn? It's crazy. Yeah. They are truly a and, separated and, culture. Yeah, exactly. And, and here's the thing is in America, um, um, that's one of the, the, it's the right to assembly. You know what I mean? It's the right yeah. to separate yourself. Um, now, now, once again, once again, the state should <laughs> never segregate people. The state should never say there is mandatory separation. That's terrible. But voluntary separation, just like having private schools for your religion or something like that, that's, you know, that's cool. And so I guess it depends on who, in my mind, it depends on who organized this. If this was some uh, uh, virtue signaling, uh, 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 white person, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that was that was just like, you know, I that that really had this sort of um, uh, superiority complex that they're like gifting 
black people with this <laughs> idea of being separate, that, then that's terrible in my mind. I'm like, yo, man. Um, but, but, yeah. but, you know. Any information uh, on that, Sandeep? Does it say in the article? Well, it was organized by the school. It was organized by the school board, but the, they said that they were responding to some black families who asked that it be, it be organized. I, you know, you know, okay. white people, you know, sometimes white people can't win. And I feel, I feel, cause they're like, they're like, oh, okay. That's what they're asking us to do. And you know, we have to just say yes to any idea because otherwise we're going to be called racist. And then they do this shit where it's like a families of color playground night. Uh, and you know, you don't, yeah. you, there's, you gotta, you know, you don't have to just say yes to every, every harebrained harebrained suggestion that comes even if it's from a person of color uh you know people with people of color as a person of color sort of we can find ourselves these people who needed something to be organized just just call the person i'd say well the thing that i have to pick up a drop off place make their get their number and we'll have your own shit man you don't need the school to organize a person of color playground night so you can meet everyone Take it, take it, you can take it into your own hands. We don't need the school, but a lot of this shit is, this is where shit is going is that these communities, they're trying to like, they're trying to encourage uh, people of color to separate themselves so that they can bond. And uh, there's, there's uh, people of color dorm rooms in college and get this shit out of here, man. We're in America. You, 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 you can separate, you can assemble like Sam says, you can organize it yourself. You don't need the institution to help you with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You're you're 100 right there, and that's where I do think um, the term "people of color" becomes a bit problematic, right? Because then it it it, it is it is this idea of like white people versus everybody else, and it's yeah. it's like it's like this idea of like uh, oh, it should be um, this because, America <laughs> because it, 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 it's it's um, it's strange to say that that I guess in my mind, um, like like. Here's a here's a question that I have. What would um Asian people and black people have in common Rush that hip hop music? Exactly. That makes them people of color where white where they need to hold an event that kind of like discourages white people from attending. That's where it gets a little weird because then it's mm. no longer like like African Americans or Asian Americans or Hasidic people or Amish people or anybody that really are like, hey, we need to assemble because we have these like deep commonalities. It just becomes this catch-all when you say people of color of just people who 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 either aren't white or sometimes, oddly enough, just no longer want to be white, which is a very like <laughs> funny new thing, dude. This is, dude, in Brazil, yeah. this is a real thing. It was an Economist article in Brazil. Like, I, you got to find the article. You can probably just Google the article, but it was something like forty something percent in the last like however many years, six or eight years. Like forty something percent of Brazilian politicians changed their race from white to brown. Like they just went when they re-registered as politicians, you have to put your race and they just changed it. They just changed it because they're just like, I don't, they're just Brazilian people. And they're just like, I don't want to be white anymore. I want to be brown. And really even the article was saying that the whole reason they're doing it is because it's just not good politics. There was a time in Brazil where it was good politics to be white. And now it's no longer good politics. So they're going up brown now, which mm-hmm. is like, uh, which is just a fat. It's, it's that's the world we live in now, which is. I agree with Sam. I think this yeah. people of color, this people of color term, I'm t- I, it's stupid. It, it sh- doesn't belong. And every time you like try to like, every time you go anywhere with it, it just becomes 
it becomes ridiculous. That's why you know the 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 terms is ridiculous. And uh, like if they just said if the signboard said black people playground night, everyone would be like, that's ridiculous. But why is yeah. people families of color any different? They all they just kind of mean black people. I don't even feel like they half the time when they say people of color, they just they mean black people for some reason. They want to say black people or you know Hispanic people and black people. But that, I don't know what this what it's supposed to do. And then they're trying to say, well, it was inclusive for everyone. But that's it's when it's called one thing, then it's really not inclusive of white people. If you're going to call it a families of color playground night. I think they just mean it when anyone who's like a families of color, like, like you said, I think anyone who is a, uh, a serious, um, a serious African-American activist, a serious black activist in America, anyone like that is, is, is going to be, I would think like a Malcolm X type character would be appalled at this idea of a families of color. Night. A Malcolm X character would be like, Hey, listen, no, there are actual uh, uh, issues that affect black America and black people need to organize as black people. And so like you, like we talked about before, it really is just this catch all um, for uh, uh, anyone who just, who, anyone who literally doesn't want to be white. It's almost like a. a um, I'm really glad that we're getting the opinion of a shithead white guy on what Malcolm X ah, would have right. thought. Yeah. And well, also, I just, read the, I just recently read his autobiography. It's oh, comforting no, to know no. too that Brazilian politics work the exact same way as um, New York City comedy bookings. Okay, that's how that goes. Yeah, as far as the outrage verdict goes in this one, Sandy, what do you think about it? What, what, what's you your know, ruling Normally, on this? I'd be inclined to say fake outrage because the school is trying to listen to to um, to black families mm-hmm. and 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 it, it, you know it lo- sounds worse than this, but you know what? Yeah, it, it is ridiculous. I would. What is this families of color playground night? You don't need this school doesn't need to help black people find each other. Everyone, people of color are perfectly capable of organizing amongst themselves if they want to. But you go to a mixed race school and they don't need to then segregate any event. Uh, so I'm going to go. I I buy it, even though it's mainly seems like Fox News people who are, are outraged. But I'm going to I'm going to go with the Fox News people. Real outrage. All right, uh, Sam. Uh, not Sam. Sorry, Joe. I, sorry, I still know you as Sam. Uh, no, uh, I met you years no, ago, right, Joe yeah, Camerata. What do you think? Uh, let's see. Um, I uh, I don't. Oh, okay, so I guess I I, I guess uh, definitely. I, I think it's just what 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 does fake outrage mean? That means like it's like because I'm trying to wrap my head around the the out, the real outrage. Fake outrage is basically when someone is getting upset about something, oftentimes facetiously, for to veil their outrage about something else for like some type of political gain, and or it's something that's only going to be in the news for a day or two because it's just that fucking so, so, stupid. So the people that are outraged about this, they're outraged that. Uh, that it's a it's a family of color event, um, which yeah. is uh, which is segregating people. Um, I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go with real outrage. Um, the only reason I am is because I think if this was truly something that was lobbied for um, uh, by people of color, they the school board would have kind of came out with that. They wouldn't have no, just kind of said a big. Did they though? They kind of yeah, said yeah. like you know people ask for. Did they give names or anything? Or because I remember reading they the article. Names, but like, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm positive that a white school people, board wouldn't have as done this. People, as long as people of color were asking for this, yes, then they were. Asking. I, that I, is the that is the rent. I guess I, I, I agree with it. 
then yeah. I'm, you know, I guess I'm, you know, I'm fine with it in that regard. So I guess, uh, does that mean, what does that mean? The real outrage? Fake outrage. Fake? If it's real outrage, it's like, it's legitimate. The oh. people who are upset about it have a legitimate beef. Oh no, fake outrage. As opposed outrage to being guess, drama queen. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I think, I think yeah. if, if it's people of color that organize yes. this, then I say, uh, fake outrage. Fake outrage. Okay. All right, Phil. All right. So that puts the deciding, one. the deciding vote on me. Um, this one is kind of a tough one because it's like, well, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, my cousins, by the way, my cousins listen to this, uh, yeah. Joe, and they always, they, they, they always claim that Phil like never gives a definitive answer in their eyes. Like he's always like, man, this is a I tough just one. understand a tough one? nuance. And then he said it's a tough one, even though it is a tough one. But I this is a tough one. And also, it's like, yeah. who am I, white guy from Connecticut, to fucking have an opinion on this? You know, that's kind of it's not tough to think about. It's just tough to. Uh, express outwardly with the opinion. I'm going to actually go with you, I think, Sandeep, and say that I think this is pretty legitimate uh, as far as the outrage goes, because, look, we have a situation where was this organized um, in the name of inclusivity or was it organized in the name of like sort of like look at us and how woke we are and, you know, how we're sort of, for lack of a better term, honoring the uh, children of color at the school, um, I feel like it's not the most tactful thing in the world. And they, I mean, look, like I joked about it earlier, all playground labs matter. I think why not just have a playground night where you invite all the kids of a certain grade or whatever out to the playground. I don't think you need to uh, do it racially. I think that's, uh, that, that's impeding progress more than adding to progress. So I'll go legit outrage with you, Sandeep, on that one. Is that, is that definitive enough fucking answer for you and your cousins? <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll ask them when it comes out. You're damn right. Okay, so let's move on here. We're going from Denver to South Dakota. Uh, we're going to go from Denver, which is a, a fairly, you know, Colorado is a white state, to South Dakota, probably one of the whitest states and what, easily the whitest sport, hockey. We're talking about kids hockey. There was some outrage at a junior hockey game recently. Um, the name of the team is the Sioux. Is it Sioux Fall or Sioux Fall, South Dakota? How do you pronounce that city's name? Sioux you know? Fall. Sioux Fall. Sioux Fall. Okay, I've never been there. I, 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 the, Sioux, I hope. the Sioux Indians. Sioux okay, Sioux Indians. They're, uh, I don't know. Hopefully it's a lovely place and they've never been there. I, I'll go there one day, but that's not important. Uh, the Sioux Falls Stampede <clears throat> was the name of the junior hockey team. There was a promotional event that they did in between periods at the game called Dash for Cash, where they uh, rolled a big carpet out into the uh, – rank or center ice. I don't know if it's called center ice. I don't watch a lot of hockey. I think it's called center ice where they then strewed $5,000 worth of single $1 bills onto the uh, carpet that was on the, the rink. And they had 10 teachers from local schools all basically get on their hands and knees and scrape up as much of the $1 bills as they could, or as many rather of the $1 bills as they could to uh, raise money for their local school programs. <laughs> and, yeah God. as you can imagine there was some outrage on this uh both live and you know online the normal sort of people to get mad about this sort of thing the twitter and the likes people saying this is degrading people saying it's dystopian uh many people compared it to netflix's recent hit the squid games and uh <laughs> basically people are saying how uh it highlighted how poorly funded the south dakota school system is and how poorly paid the teachers are so sandeep do you uh what was your thoughts when you looked through this yeah so this is a video where all the teachers are like on the ground scrambling to pick up one dollar bills 
to fund their schools. <laughs> they didn't, I, they didn't give them, they didn't just give them the $5,000 in a dignified way. Like, you know, whoever the teachers just split it equally. Yeah. They make them grovel on the ground and scrape up $1 bills for their school program. Like hungry, hungry hippo style. Uh, man, what an, what an awful idea. Yeah, it really, the optics don't look good on this. Uh, and as a result of the outrage, uh, CU mortgage lenders who co-sponsored the event, they had to apologize. The uh, the Sioux Falls Stampede, they had to apologize. And then what they did after, they gave all the additional teachers an extra $500 for their school program. <laughs> so they just sort of bought them off. Uh, Joe, what was your what was your initial thoughts when you saw this? Uh, uh, a couple of things. One, I read the article and said that teachers in South Dakota get paid $49,000 a year. I don't think that's and correct. they said that was... That was it said forty nine thousand dollars a year, and it said that that was the lowest in the nation. And I thought that's an insane amount of money for teaching in South Dakota. I, I that's 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 whoever, a lot of money. Yeah, whoever um, cited that number, I don't think they did their research because if you're gonna um, if you put like the principal salaries and all like the higher end people from the school system, um, maybe you can get up to that number if you full on just average it. But I highly doubt in 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 a rural. Uh, I guess that's a Midwestern state that uh, that they're getting paid that much. That, that that's crazy. That number know, is definitely man, crazy. In, like Connecticut, because well, the, the reason I don't think it might not be crazy is because like people in Connecticut and like New Jersey are getting like 80, 90 grand a year for being public school teacher, man. They really are. Yeah. And, uh, and they bitch about, you know, cause they get it. They live in Connecticut or New Jersey. Right. <laughs> so like that's ter- 80, 90 grand in Connecticut or New Jersey is awful. It really is. But 50 grand in South Dakota, Oh my God. Like that is, uh, uh, I, it's just, I, here's what I'm saying is that a, a beer in Connecticut or New Jersey costs like eight bucks at a bar, a beer in South Dakota at a bar is like still a dollar. Like it just is. Um, I like how that's the Joe Camerata cost of living, uh, metric that we yeah. use. How much is well, a beer at the local pub? <laughs> it's literally, you know, it's, 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 uh, uh, eight times as much and they're not making eight times less. Um, uh, but the cost of living is eight times as much. I'm not, not even joking on that. Um, you know, you can buy a million dollar, uh, uh, two bedroom home in in Queens, or you can buy a million dollar mansion in Texas. I mean, yeah. And know, it comes with a lake and shit when you yeah, go out, when you go off the East coast. Um, yeah, so it's, it's right, literally you know, eight times. personal money. I feel like it's fine. Make people do whatever they want. They don't have to. But when it's like anything you get is going to go to your school, then it's like it's like highlighting how it's like, yeah, we need you to get on your hands and knees to pay for your job because we're not going to pay for it. And you actually hit on a point a second ago, Sandeep, where it's like, just can you just like give them the money? Like you don't (laughs) make them fucking do this, you know, farm animal fucking activity to uh, collect the money. You know, like they could have done this tactfully where they just brought these teachers all out to center ice and they gave them all those like five foot wide big checks, you know, like you're on a game show and said, mm-hmm. hey, we're donating this to all the local schools. And that's it. That's all they had to do. But no, well, they had to make it into like this stupid like contest. The optics look real let's bad. Play a little bit, let's play a little bit devil's advocate. Here, okay. okay? Uh, 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 when I was a kid, we used to sell the Hershey candies bars. I don't know if you remember <laughs> this. They would give you the candy bars at school. Hell you yeah. Used to go and you sell the candy bars. Okay. And then at the end, they do that thing where if you sold enough candy bars, you got to stand in that in that thing that blew all the money around and you got to grab all the money. 
Um, okay. uh, you guys remember this, right? Yes, we didn't have exactly that. We had the magazine thing at my school, magazine subscriptions, but, but same idea. But yeah, yeah, same idea. Yeah, yeah. You get, so magazine company, Hershey company. At the end, you stand in that little telephone booth, and they blow the money around. And you grab as much money as you can. So here's the question: Is hey, along the same thing that we're just saying, Hershey's could just give money to schools. They could <laughs> do that. Uh, but no, they make kids uh, grab cash in a in a in a in a big box while they. So I guess in my mind, I'm like, you know, it's it's. Uh, I actually read it. I'm like, oh, it's, they're at least making. But the Joe, teachers. In, in your example, the kids get to keep the money personally, right? There's it's not like going to like. The, oh, the they don't thing, have to the, give it. The teachers yeah. weren't getting to keep it. They had to get, they were just doing. Well, that so I doubt could, there was like an accountability yeah. to it. You know, I doubt they they could have just probably spent it on booze afterwards. The kids? They probably. No, the teachers. They probably. There's no accountability. It seemed like they had to like do it to like so well, then they can buy textbooks or whatever. Yeah, so that's what they're saying. I and also agree that though that that fucking thing where they made kids sell shit for the school. Like, what the hell is going on there? I yeah. thought that was ridiculous too. I look back on that yeah. and don't think it's weird. Also, in your example, it's the kids who are doing it, and in this example, it's the adults who are underpaid who are doing it. So it's a little bit different of a thing. You know what I mean? No, the I think children it's worse having the kids doing it. Why are the Why are they having the kids? Yeah, the free labor, child labor, raise money yeah, for the schools. Exactly. The going Sell on? candy bars. Yeah. No, you're right, man. Why don't they just tax Hershey? Uh, well, they they want people to move money, man. It's capitalism. It's like if you can raise money by moving money, it's just all the better. So that's kind of yeah. and so that's what the, that's what this idea was, right? It's like, hey, listen. We're going to use this as a publicity stunt for our company. So uh, you can raise money by, by moving money for us. This is a commercial for us, basically. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't, that is kind of ideally how money works, right? Is if you can raise money by moving money, all the better. Um, and that that is good for everybody. Like, I don't want... I don't want Jeff Bezos to just suck up all the money. I want it to get moved in other well, ways. Well, other major corporations and major mortgage lenders have some of that money too. Good point. Um, anyway, because uh, uh, Hershey's. Uh, anyway, as far as the average goes in this one, uh, I'm, I'm going legit. I think I'm pretty sure I tipped my hand earlier with this one. I think this is uh, just bad optics. Could have been done way more tactfully and with way less uh, teachers literally on their hands and knees. So I got to go legit. Uh, Joe, what do you think? Uh, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to go, uh, fake outrage on this one, man. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fake outrage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's fine that they, you know, are on the nice range grabbing money because you just don't do it. Just don't do it. If you don't want to do it, just be like, I don't, I don't want to do it. You know? Okay. Which brings the deciding vote to my Brown co-host, Dr. Sandeep Sen. Well, gee, how this is a tough one. Um, I don't know. <laughs> fuck fuck I, you. You racist. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go legit outrage. What the hell is going go. on? Don't make the teachers growl for money for their students. I agree. If they were keeping the money, do have people then get things like, well, screw it, you know. But if it's like, hey, you want you want your kids to have nice textbooks, well, then come come play to come to daddy, and then come on, monkey, and then like put a little dollar bill on a stick and make them chase it and. And do shit all that, do all that stuff. Yeah, no, because you're the sitting money. there like, oh man, I, I hope that Mr. Archer from Third Perry gets at least two hundred dollars so we can get new books next year. You know, I mean, like th- that's an insane yeah. thought. 
Um, so yeah, I'm with you, Sandy, all day on that. Yeah, you want school supplies? How much do you want it? How much yeah. do you want it for your kids? How much you want it? Yeah. And, and that, that, that's sort of that right there kind of is, is how I feel about this. It's the, how much do you want it aspect of it? Anyway, so legit. They're one on that one. Basic supplies. They're not getting basic supplies. They were going to like buy like a, a, a Netflix subscription for the class or something. Right. I have no idea. I, but in, in general, I don't think it matters exactly what the, and uh, micro purpose is of the money. I think it just matters that it was going to go to the school and this is how they made them get it. And it's also, it's like, dude, you guys are a fucking mortgage lending company. Like, fuck off. Okay. You, you guys make careers oh, yeah, out of being predatory and making yeah. fucking lots of money on people. Suck a dick. Anyway. I didn't get a, How is it fun for the audience to watch people like gather hundred? Like, usually they have them like, you know, shoot a, go, shoot, a, shoot a shot on goal, do something fun, you know, mud wrestle, have some chicks make out. Well, that, At a children's hockey game, absolutely. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's what I want to do. Jeez, Start the kids, just, get the kids into girl on girl stuff a little bit too young there. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, two to one. Have teachers one. making out depends which two teachers, you know. Anyway, um, let's uh, okay, so yeah, two to one on that one. Now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guests, Senor Joe Camerata, is there anything that you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on here in the universe before we get out of here? Oh, I'll tell you something I'm currently outraged about. Like, uh, I don't I don't think there's a part of me that I don't know what this Omicron is. I OK, here's the deal, okay. man. I walk by these city MD lines. OK. And uh, no one's coughing. That's a weird thing there's a, there's a line a mile long well you were the only person then because i keep on walking by these lines and no one is coughing so in my mind it's like you have no symptoms go home the second you have any symptoms run to the doctor but i guess i, I don't know man i guess it's good to get tested a lot of people don't but have health I mean, insurance man if you here's the thing if you have no symptoms and you, you have know a there are other COVID. symptoms besides cough and no cough. Yeah, yeah dude. No, I, well, I, but I feel it's a respiratory disease. Like, I guess here's what I'm saying is there's so many people that have zero symptoms and then they go, I have COVID. I'm like, I don't know if you do. I know you have a piece of paper that says you have COVID. Um, you could have a false positive. You could, you could. I don't, I don't, I, you guys literally have no symptoms. And uh, I'll do, I'll tell you what I thought was so hilarious. Well, hold man. on. I want to, I want to, I want to slow, because you're, you're literally on call with a literal doctor. And Sonny, if I know you're a psychiatrist and you're the loser of doctors, which is what they call it. But um, <laughs> now you read, you probably read more medical journals and articles than those people. So you probably have a pretty good idea. Now, what is the rate of actual false positives? Is there, is there a number for that that's out there right now? Or is it just extremely low? Like, what is the, um, I mean, it depends what on you what you're, if you're, if you're getting like a commercial, like a PCR test, it's very low. Uh, yeah. the at home tests are a little, little, I, they have more false negatives, but the at home tests, are, it's like a 1% false positive rate. I, I'm, I'm, but I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about like, like you can just, cause anyone can say anything. I'm not saying these things aren't positive for whatever they're quote unquote testing for. But what I am saying is there's when, when you have a positive test and you have zero symptoms whatsoever, which seems to be a lot of people there is a sort of emperor's new clothes thing to that um um which Wait, i get they, it i get it you, why did they get tested if they have no symptoms because they because they were around someone who had covid 
who oh. got a positive. Oh, so who also rich. has no sense. So you're outraged at people who are just being extra careful, I guess. Is that, I, I'm trying everyone, to everyone into- there, everyone there, in, everyone there in line is people who are getting tested because they were at some bar where somebody posted on Instagram. This is how it works, right? People post on Instagram, hey. I uh, just tested positive for COVID. I don't have any symptoms, um, but I just tested positive. So if I saw you, go and get tested yourself. And then all these people are going and tested. You have all these babies. So it's a spider web. Now all these people are on Instagram going, I got COVID, but I have no symptoms. And in my mind, I'm like, there is an emperor's new clothes aspect to all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, There has to be because I'm not blind. I'm not a uh, uh, epidemiologist or whatever it is for for diseases. <laughs> you know I don't even know pronounce that. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not that by any means whatsoever. But I do understand basic cause and effect. And if you have a piece of paper that says you have something, but you are 100% fine, and that seems to be like the majority of people, then even if there is something going on, you do have to admit that whatever is going on has a little bit of a disconnect. And, and that disconnect gives reason for pause in my mind. And that's just where I'm at mentally with this whole thing, is I walk by those lines and I'm like, no one appears sick. And and everyone has quote unquote Omicron, but everyone's doing fine. What are what what is the do you are you a, do you have like a Terminator vision or something? How would you how are you visually inspecting people from a distance and knowing if they have symptoms or not? And I because they're just waiting in line reading books, like like just casually. They're not they don't seem <laughs> sick. They're not, and I've been in the hospital waiting rooms where people are like, yo, I'm sick, man. Yeah. These are people waiting out in the cold for four hours at a clip. And they're like, I'm sick. I'm like, you're waiting in the cold for four hours at a clip. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not sick. You're actually doing a visible endurance test that a sick person wouldn't be able to do right in front of me. Um, so I'm just saying, here's the thing. I'm like, I, once again, I'm not a scientist, but there is a visual disconnect there. So, um, so you're saying because people aren't sick enough and it's not debilitating them that that this that there's not as much merit to uh, I don't know wh- I don't know disease. what they have but 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 if 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 by the looks of things whatever this omicron is is as simple as the common cold by the looks of things if it does exist whatsoever which I guess it does sure I'll buy into that but at a certain point you look at it you go I don't think this is serious even if this does exist, I really don't think it's serious. People who claim they have this are waiting outside for four or five hours at a clip in freezing cold weather. And they're going, no, I'm doing this for the good of humanity. You're well, standing outside. Here's the thing. And now, now I, I, I want to touch on something Sandy said a second ago. There are other symptoms such as fatigue, nausea, those sort of things. But the thing is, if someone is actually afraid, let's say they're not coughing, but they're super, super nauseous they're tired they're they're really not feeling good and they're in line the thing is a lot of them are waiting in line to know if they have it because then you go to step two which is well what's my treatment going to be and you know if someone is actually afraid for their life yeah it doesn't matter how much pain you're in you're going to wait in line for three hours four hours because you want to get whatever the medical treatment would be for that disease because you're like i said it's that or death for some people not saying for me or like they they just but i'm saying that is a possibility like that dude on Joe Rogan just talked about, the sad reality is, is they're not treating stuff until it's like hospitalization time. So it's not even like, even if you test positive for COVID, they don't just give you some hydrochloroquine to take. 
They don't do yeah, that. Yeah, you just, it just means you have to isolate. It just, yeah, I think, it just be, I think yeah, a lot of people department. are probably traveling too for, for a Christmas. So a lot of airlines, yeah. if you go to another country, sometimes they're traveling. Yeah, of course, like of course. And that's fine. If you're waiting in line. Or if you're going to go see your parents, they might but like these lines are These lines are out the, around the corner, out the door, everywhere. Yeah. And it's all because of this Omicron. People saying, I had it. And if you were with me and at any point, go and get tested. And so now everybody has these positive tests. Well, I think right now, I think the concern, I, I want to touch on what Sandy just said a second ago. Again, a lot of people are doing that to make sure they're not carriers because a lot of us are going home to our parents and grandparents this week. And, you know, you don't want to accidentally kill grandma because you're trying to look tough. <laughs> you know what fair I mean? Enough, like it's kind of fair, fair it's, enough. Fair yeah. enough. Fair um, enough. I, I like that's that probably a big part of the. But to Sam's time. point, those people probably like there might be those people that have no symptoms, but the airlines make them do it, or they're going to see grandma. Yeah. So I understand. But the, the CDC says you don't have to get tested unless you. Well, actually, no, man. I you're, you don't have to quarantine unless you have symptoms, but then the CDC does recommend getting tested if you've been exposed, in, like after four or five days. So yeah, to Sam's point. That yeah, might yeah. be why a lot of people are doing it's it. A, it's a fun discussion, but we're going to end it right there because I'm not going to lie to you. My voice is about to fucking really go because I, I am not feeling good, fellas. Um, hey, Joe Camerata, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I love hey, your shade head yeah. white guy insight. Uh, definitely check uh, out the Readers or Leaders show and Chick Farts with Joe Camerata, which Chick is Farts one of the best Joe titles Camerata. of all time, I think, for any of my friends' projects. I Dude, love that. I have cornered the Chick Fart market, man. And uh, hey, you know what I'm proud of? I didn't let a chick have it. That's that's what I'm proud of. Like, there's no chick doing chick farts. Can't women have anything, Joe? Joe's like, no, no, no we can't. Well, um, uh, nothing funny apparently. But anyway, there we go. Uh, check that out for sure. Sandeep, Sam, uh, oh yeah, I'm at Phil Cosy. Sandeep Sam is Sandeep spelled like deep water comic. Sandeep Sam comic. Um, you can email us and tell us that we suck at the fake outrage report at gmail.com. And before my voice goes, let me just say, uh, Sandeep Sam, let me ask you any any parting thoughts here. Uh, this is the people of colors uh, podcast, so people of color are white people can listen too, but it's it's mainly uh, encouraged for people of color to listen. I thought we mean brown people. <laughs>